You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Lovers. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Now, this is a product that is probably more for the pet parent than the pet baby, but it's so cute and just so cool. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. It's DesignerPetSweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit DesignerPetSweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. DesignerPetSweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Sophie Gamun. How do you say that, Sophie? Uh, Sophie Gamon is the French pronunciation, but you can call me Sophie Gamand, and I'll, I'll be fine I'll with that. I'll call you Sophie. I know that that I can say okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Sophie is the author of Wet Dog, which is the cutest book I've seen in a long time. Thank you. So for everyone listening out there, this is kind of like a coffee table book and it's called Wet Dog. Sophie, how did this idea come about? I've been photographing dogs for five years now. That's that's the only that's my main subject. So I'd say, you know, wet dog came because I was around dogs all the time and it's not like I planned to do a wet dog series at first. It kind of happened. Uh, A day I was at the groomer just photographing everything the groomer was doing. And when I realized that the magnificent faces I had captured of, you know, the, the dogs during bath time, I knew I had something really fun and really unique. So that's how this, the project was born. Well, I have to say, there are some of the cutest pictures. And yes, so people, if you hear pages flipping, I'm looking through the book again and again. (laughs) There are some of the cutest pictures. There's all types of dogs. I see different breeds. I think there might even be some mixed breeds in here. And I don't think there's anything quite like a dog's face during bath time. I mean, it's so expressive. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, I'm glad you noted that there's a lot of mixed breeds. I'm actually a, a very big advocate of uh, adoption, and I work with a lot of shelters. Um, that's Most of my work actually consists of taking photos of dogs in shelters to help them get adopted. So for wet dogs, you know, I had to work with groomers and their clients mostly, just because baths, you know, can be a lot of stressful or intimidating for dogs. So I, I didn't want to just put shelter dogs in the tub, you know. I, I feel like they've gone through so much already. But um, in the book, I'm actually really happy that about half of the models were adopted in shelters and with rescue groups. So there's, you know, about half dogs that come from breeders and half of the dogs that come from shelters, which, you know, is very near and dear to my heart. So we found a good balance there, I think. Well, shelters are near and dear to my heart, too. I have all my pets have been, all my fur kids have been adopted from shelters or rescues. And usually, I mean, there's, I don't even know what the percentage is, but there's quite a percentage that are probably mixed breeds that are shelters, but there's a lot of purebred too, and a lot of senior dogs as well as puppies. There's just a mix of all kinds of dogs, just for whatever reason. Absolutely. And and in the book, uh, there's actually a small section at the end uh, that's about wet dogs uniting for shelter pets. And I have a, a phrase there that says, you know, basically, can you spot the dogs who came from a shelter in this book? Probably not, because they really all look the same and they all, you know, they're super friendly and amazing and great companions. And like you say, there's a lot of purebred dogs that end up in shelters because the reason why a dog ended up in the shelter, you know, there's so many reasons, you know, uh, owners fell sick or, you know, there's tragedies in families, financial tragedies, there's moving, you know, on the other side of the country and you can't take your dog with you. There's, there's so many reasons why uh, dogs end up at a shelter. So, of course, you're going to have, you know, purebred poodles and, and mixed breeds, you know, next to each other. I like that you make a note about donating towels because how apropos wet dogs, towels, and I've done that in the past because there's generally, you know, there's a lot of things you can give to donation places for humans, but towels are usually a hard one, but your shelters love towels, love bedding. They use them for, you know, bath time. They use them for comfort inside the kennel. And it's a great way to get rid of any old towels, old bedding, old sheets. I've even collected from neighbors on my way, you know, I'm going to the shelter soon. So do you have any old towels? Let me know. Because they don't clean them first. That's the right thing to do. Shelters have enough work to do without cleaning our bedding and towels that we're donating. But they don't care if there's a mark on it or whatever, as long as they're clean. And they put them to such good use. Yes, and that's something I really wanted in the book. You know, it's a fun way to link the wet dog book to the work I've been doing with shelters. And sometimes people are a little intimidated by shelters. They feel like if they want to help, they're going to have to volunteer hours or they're going to have to donate money. You know, it, it can be a little intimidating. So I think the idea of donating towels, it's so helpful for shelters and it makes the pet's life a little more comfortable while they wait for their forever homes. But it's also a non-threatening way to help a shelter. All you have to do is, you know, clean your closet and bring a bag, drop it at the shelter with a smile and go on with your day. It's not a huge commitment, if you will. 
So great idea. Now, let's talk about the book. What was one of the funniest pictures that you took? I mean, if you flipped through the book, you'll know that I can't pick one. You know, what was fun is I decided to play with accessories a little bit. So I wanted to have diversity in the portraits. And each time I brought an accessory, that was a really fun show. Like Benji at the beginning of the book, he's this big guy. I mean, his head is bigger than mine. He's a huge doggy. And he's a rescue, actually. And he's wearing this pink shower cap and it's just so cute and when I put the cap on his head he just looked so dignified and slightly insulted and his father was there for the shoot and he was like really you're gonna put a pink hat on my dog and I was like yeah you know let's see what happens and the photo turned out so amazing so amazing that you know it's very it's like in the first pages of the book so you know I'd say each time I, I integrated an accessory and just seeing the dog react to that and and creating those portraits was really fun I'm looking at the picture now. He kind of looks like, seriously, this yeah. is what you want me to wear? This shower cap? Seriously? <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like a lot of these wet dogs, they actually look like teenager humans. You know, that are just rolling their eyes yeah. and like, ugh. You know? <laughs> so it, it's, it's really fun. It's really fun. But, you know, they're miserable, funny doggies. And there's, there's nothing more touching than the wet dog, I think. And then there's, this looks like, I'm not sure what breed. Um, the dog, he has two, a brown eye and like a pale blue eye. And he looks like he has yeah. a smile face. It could either look really like freaky or creepy or just unbelievably funny, depending on, I guess, whatever caption is coming out of his mouth. That's what I think is cool about the pictures because it just leads to your imagination. You know, what, what do you think this dog is saying? Yes, exactly. I, I, you know, we, we discussed with Grand Central Publishing, the publisher of the book, at the early stages, you know, that's the discussion we had about whether or not having captions. And I, you know, I'm a visual artist, and I feel like, of course, it's important to have a text that explains a project, but I don't think you need a text on each images, or you shouldn't need, you know, the reader too much, because the magic is really what the reader is going to, you know, or the viewer is going to take out of a photo. So, yeah, we decided to have no captions and leave it completely up to the viewer to make up their own stories. Yeah, I kind of, at first, when you look at it, you think, I wonder if it would be cool to have captions. But then your imagination takes over and it's just almost better that way, you know. And there's all kinds of looks. There's, there's, it's unbelievable the pictures you carry. Some with the tongue lolling, like the dog is going, like, look at me, woo! I'm a little, I'm having a little bit of a doggy high from this bath. To dogs that look miserable, beyond miserable. To dogs that are like, look at my hairstyle when it's all wet and fluffy. Or I mean, there's just, there's. It's it's endless, you know, the, the uh, yeah. ideas that could come out when you're looking at these pictures. And there's so, so many funny ones, like a lot. <laughs> this is a great <laughs> little book. I think bath time with dogs. I've, you know, bathed all the studio dogs, Mr. Z, the dentist. Well, the dentist is a cat, but I did bathe them, tried once. It wasn't that good. <laughs> and then um, Mr. Z, and they always... I think they even know when you say the word bath time, they look at you like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> and it's always just challenge. And then they're so happy when it's done. And I don't know why. I always 
nice thing too, their sense of smell is so strong and I think yeah. they know their body smell. And then once you do the shampoo, yeah. their, their smell, I think they're kind of mad that their smell is messed up. You know, that's, oh, what, yeah. that's kind of, and you know, it's not a scientific veterinarian type of answer. It's just kind of what I think. I just think that they're, you know, they have their body smell and they're good and, and yeah. whatever. And then you come along and give them a bath and all of a sudden they smell nice and clean. And then they just have, they're like, I think in their minds, and they're, they're going, oh, now I have to work hard and get my smell back again. <laughs> and so, they do, don't they? <laughs> Rolling I just wonder, stuff you and, know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. But, you know, I think what's so touching about wet dogs is, is their, the fact that they're so vulnerable. And that's also what's so touching in our relationship with them altogether, you know, is that dogs completely surrender themselves to us and our lifestyle. And that's something that fascinates me. And it's really at the heart of my photography explorations. You know, what is this strange bond that we have with dogs and this codependent bond, you know, in many aspects? And how does it translate in our society? And I think the bath is a very, very strong symbol of of this unspoken agreement that we have between people and dogs. And it's a rite of passage. You know, if you're going to live with us, you have to take a bath. That's how it is. And so it's, it's very interesting and symbolic of this deep bond that we have with dogs. Well, your book, Wet Dog, is absolutely adorable. Where can people find it? People can find it in, you know, uh, bookstores uh, like Barnes and & Noble and online like Amazon. It's really available, you know, everywhere. And it's, it's expected to be a big hit for the holidays. So I'm keeping my paws crossed, as they say. But I think people are going to love this cute book. It's a great gift. It's, you know, surprising. It puts a smile on your face. I hear kids love it. I mean, I've, I've seen kids in bookstores like flipping through the pages and just hooing and eyeing at every page. It's a great conversation piece. It's, it's really, really fun and beautifully made. I'm, I'm so happy we worked uh, with Grand Central. We, we worked really hand in hand on this book to make sure the quality was going to be there. You know, a beautiful paper, a beautiful cover. It was a lot of work and passion, you know, that went into this book. So I'm, I'm so proud of it. Well, the book is gorgeous. I think it's a great gift. I also think it's a great gift for anyone that is considering adopting a dog because it's always best to not give the actual pet, but do the adoption together. So this is a great, you know, while you can't give the actual, an actual pet, give this along with maybe some, you know, tools for the new prospective pet parent. What a great gift that would be. Yes, absolutely. And for any pet parent, it's a great hostess gift for pet parents. You can only give so much, you know, wine and cookies and and other kind of tchotchke things. This is very unique for a gift, and I think it's fantastic. Thank you so much, Sophie. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show and, you know, taking the time to discuss this book that I'm so proud of and all the little doggies and how beautiful our relationship is you know, with them. Absolutely. Do you have a dog in here? You know, I actually don't have a dog. I live in New York. And when I moved here, you know, I didn't realize apartments had no paid policies a lot of the time. So I kind of uh, lucked out. Um, And then I got so busy photographing other people's dogs all the time 
that I actually enjoy keeping it fresh and new and exciting. You know, each time I, I meet a dog for a photo shoot, it doesn't feel like, oh, it's just like home. You know, it, it feels new and exciting and it's like a treat for myself. So I love it. But I'm ready to foster. I'm working towards fostering a little doggy soon. So I'm excited about that. Oh, how exciting. Well, of course, you don't have to be a pet owner parent to be a pet parent. It's like, it's almost like when you're kind of like the auntie or the, you know, the not biological auntie of a human child or or family friend. It's like, it's, you can just be just as passionate without actually having one in the home. But kudos to you for fostering a little dog. That's always great too. So besides um, the wet dog book for people that want to keep in touch and find out what else you have coming up, maybe another book for next year, where can they find out more about you? The easiest way is probably uh, my website, first of all, which is sophiegamond.com. And then my Instagram account for anybody that's on Instagram is at sophiegamond. And it's quite popular. I have uh, almost 60,000 followers now. And I'm mostly known on Instagram for wet dogs, but also for my Pitbull Flower Power project, where I put flower crowns on shelter Pitbulls to try to break the stereotypes around these dogs. So a lot of my shelter work is actually on Instagram as well. And my Facebook page, Sophie Gammon Photography. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'm going to have to follow you. I, I love seeing, would love to see those pictures. Oh, you should. They're really popular. And uh, I've done over 150 portraits of pit bulls wearing flowers. It's, it's a great project. I <laughs> love it. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us about what dog and mm-hmm. all of the other great information as far as you know your donation, what we can donate to shelters and other products and other pictures that we can find out about from you. Thank you so so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. I'd like to thank my guest, Sophie Gamon, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us about Wet Dog, her new book. This book is so adorable, and I'm sure there's um, some great people in your life, pet parents, pet wannabe parents, children that would love this book as a gift, holidays or any other occasion. You can find out more on this segment of the episode on Best Bets for Pets. Just go to PetLifeRadio.com. Look for Best Bets for Pets. And this segment will be on the episode where there'll be a blurb and more information on how to find out about Sophie Gamon and her book, Wet Dog. I'd like to thank Mr. Z, Nikki, and the dentist. They all sat around me while I went through the book. There's some great pictures, hilarious, adorable, and any pet parent that has ever given a dog a bath will love this. Thanks for listening. Send us pictures of your wet dog, Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com, and we'll put them on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and listen for some more great shows. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.